This episode of the Dear America podcast is brought to you by 912 United. As everybody knows, big tech is after us and there is censorship every single social media platform. So we need your support. Go to 912united.com right now and get yourself Pro America Apparel. Not only are you supporting a great cause, that is that everyone was united on September the 12th. You are also supporting us so we can continue to bring you this show. Go to 912united.com today. What's going on, America? And welcome to Dear America, special audio COVID-19 edition. COVID-19. It's good Halloween, I feel like, for Halloween. Oh, man, we should have had, like, we should have had, we should have added, we need to do this for a Halloween episode. We need to add, like, like a scream or, like, a kind of thing. All right, guys, so this is a special extra episode of Dear America this week. Obviously, we owe you guys a lot of episodes because uh, we got the COVID in the Allen house, in the Allen family, and there has been a lot of people. Obviously, there's a lot of misinformation about COVID. There's all this stuff going on, and so many people have asked us what our experience was, what was it like, all of this and that. So we figured that we would take a special episode and we would tell you our How many Kleenexes we used. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, and what happened and and all this stuff. And so uh, that's what we're going to do on this episode. But before we do that, we got to get into a sponsor because honestly, we have a lot to talk about. It was quite, yeah, it was it was a, quite an experience. What, three uh, weeks? Three week experience? Th- well, two and a half. Yes. No, two weeks. And, well, still lingering effects, but. Oh, yeah. I'm still not 100% there. But before we get to all that stuff, let's get into a sponsor. Yeah. Scoremaster.com. Created by credit data scientists, the average Scoremaster user raises their credit score 61 points in 20 days or less. Not a couple points, 61 points. One listener raised her credit score 102 points in just 11 days. Another 53 in 17 days. Scoremaster is the new science that super boosts your credit score faster and easier than anything you've tried. Scoremaster puts you in control of your credit. Having your best credit score helps every area in life. Getting a home loan, buying a car, refinancing, even getting a job. You should have the power, not the banks. And Scoremaster puts you in control. Enroll in minutes and see how many plus points you can add to your credit score. You'll be shocked how fast you can do it. Visit scoremaster.com slash gram. That's scoremaster.com slash gram. All right. So um, first and foremost, I guess the best way to tell everybody about it is how it happened, what what it felt like, what it started like, blah, 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 blah. Um, and uh, a lot of people... I am still, to this day, anti-mask mandates, 
anti-lockdown. Okay. However, just like many people in society, we do abide by the rules. Like there's a lot of businesses that says you can't come in unless you got a mask, all this stuff. Um, I've probably washed my hands more in the past six months than I ever have my entire life. Um, and I'm a bit of a uh, hypochondriac. Everybody yeah. knows this. Yeah. I, I I just know that I'm going to get cancer and die one day. That's just any just, second. Any now. second yeah. now, I'm going to get. It's really not funny. It's, it's really problem. not funny. This I, isn't funny. It's, really, it's yeah. really not. You know what I've heard though, and what I've read that a lot of like really creative people or people that are, I don't know, in the limelight or famous one. A lot of them suffer from. Hypochondriac. Like Howie. I imagine. Like, well, I'm not that extreme. Howie Mandel, no, like, won't even shake about. people's hands and yeah. stuff. Like, I, I'm not that. He's living his best life in COVID. I well, bet. oh, man. There are <laughs> certain people you know. Everybody knows one person that is loving the lockdowns. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. they are having the best time ever. A lot of Twitch users probably are yeah. having the greatest time uh-huh. of their lives. All right. So, anyway, I, I say all that to say. We actually, at the end of the day, we, you know, we follow the rules pretty well, you know, about if they say you got to, to come in there, I don't like storm in and be like, oh, this is America and, you know, getting fights with target workers and stuff like that. Um, but I still don't agree with it. Well, and it's also a respect factor for those who really are like hypochondriac or older, elderly. There, like, there is, sure, a, we'll do that. there is a line and we have had a lot of conversations about this line because of these big tech censorship issues. Mm-hmm. There is a line between standing for your values and picking a fight just to pick a fight. Yes. Right. You know, the, the, there is a line. Most of those restaurants and, and places are doing this because of compliance. They're not exactly. doing it because they want yeah. to. Yeah. Yes, they exactly. need to work yeah. and they need to feed their families too and i get that henceforth i respect you exactly okay anyway but back to what happened with us so we 100 percent got covid from our kids okay which is unusual because it's a child well well no they never said that children couldn't be carriers they They had a lower rate of transmission exactly so um i don't know probably about three and a half weeks ago we get a call from the school saying that this kid went home because his stomach was upset or hurting. So my first thought is, oh, my God, it's the stomach bug. Our kids are going to be throwing up all over the house. And any parent knows this. If your kid gets a stomach bug and they throw up one time, you're going to get a all-nighter, 12-hour, throw-up, 27-times yep. exorcist-type stomach bug. Yep. Um, and, and, and I would rather be sick for weeks than have one of those. Well, you I got just, your wish. I did get my <laughs> wish, and yeah. we will get into Careful that in just for. a moment. Uh, but I hate that. And so that was my first thought. I was like, oh, my God. And remember, Alyssa, we literally went... And when it got 36 hours, we were like, okay, we're, we in, the, we're, we're in the clear. <laughs> you know, there's it. no stomach bug. Oh, all right, we're, we're good. And then after that, um, it was our middle son first, Gunner. And Gunner had a headache. Mm-hmm. And he was and a little thing, sniffly or well, whatever. Really quick, the thing that with Gunner is, Gunner gets headaches often, a unfortunately. Because yeah. he needs so, glasses, and he refuses to wear his glasses. And water. There's all and kinds of like things. And he, like, squints all the but time. But we didn't think too much of it, because that's a common thing for him. Correct. So, go ahead. Yeah, and so Gunner, and, and so we kept Gunner home from school for a day. We did. 
a day because he wasn't feeling good. And I'm like, We're oh. trying to be safe. I'm like, cautious. oh, man, headache and stuff. It's like a symptom of COVID. If we send him to school, they're going to freak out. And that's the only reason that we kept him home. Yeah. Because we were like, they're going to freak out if he shows up with a headache. So we kept him home. And then by that afternoon, when we got home, he was fine. Yeah. Like he was back to normal. Like he was Gunner again. Maybe a day later, or was it the next day? It was, they didn't go back to school after that. Well, I'm talking about Anna Grace, because then Anna Grace got hit. Anna, yeah, Anna Grace was just like whiny, tired. Like you could tell she's not feeling well, but it wasn't anything extreme at all. It was just like, hmm, are you getting a cold? Like, not even a cold. She was just whining. She, well, she was, whiny, she, was tired. she was sniffling and she was a little coffee. Yeah, but not like, and again, like, a day, like a kid at daycare almost, how they it, always are. It was <laughs> nothing serious, but in today's climate, if it had been a year ago, she'd have gone to school. Bye, girl. Yeah, yeah, no, suck it up. You're going to school. But because everybody's freaking out, we're like, well, we need to keep her home too. And then. Um, and that day, I think, is when we got the news. No, 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 no. Just let me run through the timeline, sweetheart. (laughs) (laughs) My lovely wife is gifted in so many areas. Thank you. Remembering timelines of things (laughs) is not one of them. (laughs) She still thinks we went to beach trips together that we never did. Yes, we did. Um, And I'm still trying to figure out who the guy was she was with. But either way, uh, the point is after that, and, and I'm walking through the timeline because I want people to understand how differently it, it affected. We're a family of five. It affected all five of us differently. Mm-hmm. Gunner, literally six hours. He was fine. Anna Grace, probably 12 hours. She was fine. Then on a Thursday, uh, Gage, our oldest, started feeling bad. Now, Gage, I will say, got it worse of all the kids. He did. And mm-hmm. he's the oldest, too, which is right. interesting. So on Thursday, he wakes up, and you know, you guys don't know Gage, but Gage is like 100 miles an hour all the time. Like the second he's up, he's ding, 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 like all over the place. <laughs> and so for Gage to wake up and us get up, and he's literally just sitting on the couch, not moving, like that. That that is when big and, red flag. And, and all all the parents know you know when your kids are faking and when they're not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, kids don't sit still when they're not sick. They just don't. Right. And so, Gage from Thursday to about Sunday, he never really was coughing. I. We took his temperature. He didn't really have a fever. He never had fever. He never had fever, but he did not move for like three and a half days. Mm. And so, you know, we were like, man, well, you know, he's got something, but, uh, you know, he did. Oh, oh, he had a headache. Yes, yes he did he have did a headache. Have um, and so we were like, well, it's allergies kind of thing. And then Sunday gets here. <laughs> And Sunday morning, we woke up. Gage was still a little lethargic, but it, but but he started moving a little bit, and everybody was fine. Everybody was fine. So we go through Sunday, uh, we do our thing, and then we put the kids to bed that night. And if we you did it. if we you remember it if you remember, Alyssa, we're getting ready. We're like, okay, they'll go back to school Monday. We got work Monday, and we start watching our shows. And all of a sudden, I look at Alyssa and I go. I'm not feeling the best right this second, you know, and, and, and again, I didn't, I didn't even think anything about it because I'm in my thirties now. Sometimes at the end of the day, I don't feel that great just because I'm, I'm getting older. Uh, we work really hard here 
And uh, we go to bed that night. And then Alyssa had a ride along super <laughs> early in the morning on Monday. Yeah. So she woke up at like 530 in the morning and left the house. Mm-hmm. And I wake up. On planet Venus? No, 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 no. So I wake up Monday and I immediately know, uh-oh, you know, I am, I'm. Uh, I'm Hold up. Wait a minute. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. I wake up Monday and I immediately know, okay, uh, I do not feel well. And so, so I, Graham writes me. No, I grab oh, a thermometer. We're going to go through every minute. Okay. This is what people, this is what people said right. they want to know. They want to know. I am walking people through. What is I take my temperature. It's 99.1. Already know. Oh, crap. About 30 minutes later, I take it. It's 100.5. And I write Alyssa and go ahead. Oh, he writes me, and I'm on my ride along, and uh, <laughs> he's like, I don't feel good. I think you need to come home. But the problem is, you know, when you're on a ride along, I couldn't just leave. Yeah. So and poor, she couldn't just tell him either. I couldn't and tell like, him either because uh, you're like, my husband's not feeling well because that freaks people out. Yeah. And so, the, so I So she lied. <laughs> no, I did not. I got home around she noon. She withheld information. I did not. I just said, you know, I think, actually, I just said, you know, I have to leave at noon. And so, yeah, when I get home. Graham is not doing okay. And what's funny about Graham, can I tell on you? Go ahead. What's funny about Graham, because he is a little, just a little bit of a hypochondriac, he would take his temperature. I'm not kidding, every 10 minutes. I still take my temperature right now just (laughs) to check. Like Like every morning. Every morning I take it. 10 minutes. uh, Just to check. You know, just be like, hey, just to make sure, you know? So I can guarantee if you meet Graham, he is good. Like, he's going to check on this. Trust me. Trust me. Uh, I don't know know that i'm sick i promise you yes. i promise you <laughs> yes, i don't true. not know because i think i'm sick when i'm not sick so <laughs> um anyway okay so 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 we're at monday i'm uh, something is wrong uh and now you know so many people have written you know what was the experience like so we're fixing to get into that but first we got to get into another sponsor Innocent people are falling victim to crime, intimidation, and forced to fend for themselves because Democrats and the left are successfully defunding the police. When the government can't or won't protect your family, self-defense is the only option, but most of us don't have time to consistently train, plus ammo is really expensive. That's why iTarget Pro was invented. Using their proprietary app and laser bullet, you can now train safely in the convenience of your own home with your actual firearm. Our Target Pro comes in all major calibers, including 223 and 556, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Today, you can get 10% off plus free shipping with the offer code GRAHAM. Uh, this is the smartest way for you to practice at home, and it pays for itself in just a few days of practicing. That's the letter I, TargetPro.com, iTargetPro.com, offer code GRAHAM. All right, so I'm sick I have written my wife to come save me, and she has ignored me for that hours. That's not true. I was um, coming. The kids are still home, by the way. We kept them home pretty much a long time. But anyway, go well, ahead. we had to. Uh, yeah. And so, yes. So, Monday, I'm in the bed. I have no idea what my children have been doing. It's now <laughs> like one o'clock almost. I have no clue. Like, I was in the bed out, no clue what was going on. Alyssa shows up, and I look at her and, and, I think we both knew what it was at that point. 
Uh, but I think Alyssa, because she was fine at that point. She was good. Yeah, I was good. Um, I think she was still holding on to like something that it wasn't. Um, <laughs> nope. And so uh, fever. A lot of people have asked about fever. How high was my fever? The highest my fever ever got was 102.4. Jeez. All right. And so, and that was at nighttime when fevers always get worse. But he stayed usually around 100.5. Yeah, 99, 100.5. Um Again, not the highest fevers I've ever had, you know. Dang. I've had 103.5s before yeah. and uh, during the flu, yeah. right? So so I have had higher fevers during the flu. In fact, I've told a lot of people up until this point, the sickest I've ever been was the flu of Christmas 2014 and or 2015. And my mother actually brought that up when you got sick. She was like, is it worse than when he had the In flu at Christmas? <laughs> and so by day four, by day four of the flu that year, I drove myself to the hospital and I still had a 103.5 after day four or whatever. Hey, that was my man. phone going off through the Bluetooth, I guess. That's I turned weird. it down. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so up until that point, yes, a lot of people have had, I had been sicker up until this point. Um, Monday through Wednesday is kind of a blur for me. Uh, I was 100% out. Uh, the body aches were so severe for me. Like my back hurt so bad. I couldn't get comfortable. I couldn't sleep. Yeah. And, and so that was probably the biggest difference between COVID and the flu for me is the flu for most people, like 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 you're out with the flu, like you sleep through it and all you that can stuff. Take some Dayquil and Nyquil. And I sleep. could not sleep. It was like purgatory, man. I would wake up at like one in the morning, and I just I it was miserable. Mm. I couldn't sleep. It was horrible. Um, Tuesday morning, Alyssa said you got to go get a COVID test. I was so, no. I was so, so, so for people who don't know outside of our gated subdivision, literally like as soon as you go out of the gate, there's a CVS right there. Yeah. I didn't even want to move to go there. I'm like, no, I'm dying. I can't move. That's what it was like. I can't do it. He did. Um, and, and I just kind of looked at him and I was like, Alyssa, I will drive you. You have to Alyssa go. was a slave driver. She's like, <laughs> get your butt in the car now. And so she drags me out in the car and we're literally in the drive through line of CVS and they give us this thing and I have to shove it up my own nose mm. and spin it around and I put it in the bag. We throw it in there and we drive straight back to the house and then i probably sleep till about five o'clock that day just out and then wednesday morning uh i get a notification on my phone my test results are in and they're like bam you got covid mm. and Alyssa at this point was still feeling decent she was getting ready to go visit her mom and i was oh, like yeah, we were looking at houses. i was like i said Alyssa, you ain't going nowhere yeah. uh, i got covid yeah we ain't going nowhere that's when the official like complete i mean we were already locked down but then it was like double lockdown yeah. it was like oh, i can't see my crap. mother world is stopping yeah, for well, two weeks. well yeah because now obviously you know all three of the kids had it mm -hmm. that's how i got it and then it's weird because as soon as we found out officially i had it Alyssa started sinking like, like, like it was it, like yeah. within a couple hours, she felt fine. She was well, getting ready to leave. that's not true now because I love you, but bigger the man, you know, bigger the baby is kind of true. And let's just be honest. So I oh, was, that's 100% true. I, was, I don't like I wasn't sick. feeling the best. 
but one of us had to continue on with children. And so I was, I was feeling like tired, like I knew, but I was also hiding that from you also, because what good is it? I know you're a little bit of hypochondriac, so why? Yeah. It doesn't matter. And then I started to think worse, yeah, that day. And then, yeah, well, and I never got fever. No, Alyssa never got fever. So, so she was sick, but she was not me sick. No, I was sick. Um, I was very exhausted and still get easily winded. I had some trouble breathing, but not like Graham. Um, so just catching your breath, like the whole, like, oh, I was like, Graham, like, that's weird. Um, and mm. then just so tired and lethargic. Um, but still mostly functional. Yeah. Um, so I sat on the couch. I guess we probably sat for about three days. Three days straight. Literally, it just, was bad couch. And y'all asked how we kept our kids. That was one of the questions one of y'all asked me is how did our kids do or how did you entertain them? I just have to brag on our kids for a minute because they took care of us. They played quietly. Thank which if God you have, they're older, man. If you have yeah. a nine, eight, and seven-year-old, like they're at the age where they kind of fight a little bit, like just bickering. They didn't do that at all all i mean they, or either either we were no, completely oblivious to it. no we were not no you no know they, they, they were very good they, they let us good. sleep to like 10 11 like gage would make breakfast like they did so they were so sweet i was just so proud of them oh, and nice. then the second it ended though like i was like they were back to bickering <laughs> the second and, normal, and i looked we at better. yes they and i looked like, at graham and i was like what happened <laughs> anyway. so so again so so that's the truth that's the that's the unfortunate thing about covid is normally if we were sick, we would send the kids to, you know, the grandparents or something mm. like that. But you can't do that with COVID. Or bring a sitter. Or, uh, Patricia would or, come or, or yeah, you know, uh, but, but you can't do that with COVID. <laughs> and down. so literally, I, I would go to bed and it would be a struggle to pull myself out of the bed before lunch. Like, like, like that was the days. I would be in the bed. Um... Around this point is when I wasn't having the body aches anymore, but the breathing stuff started to kick yeah. in at this point. Um, and was it just shortness of breath mainly? Yeah, you see, so so, and and we were going to talk about this when we get to questions. Uh, a lot of people want to know why it hit me the hardest. Well, the reason it hit me the hardest is because I have asthma mm-hmm. in our family. I'm the only one that has that problem. And because of that, I take a lot of medicines for it. Um, and that makes me more susceptible to get sicker uh, with everyone. Um, and that's true even like the flu or anything else. Yeah, like yeah, pneumonia, yeah. Graham no, catches anything. it easily. I get bronchitis once a year. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, average. it's just standards at this point. So uh, I'm used to being short of breath. That's not what it was. It was, it was just different. Uh, it felt more like a tightness, like there was somebody sitting on me kind of thing is what it felt like. A lot of short breaths like that. Mm. Um, and so hang on, if you have anxiety over that, I did find if you do get it and have anxiety over it, cause another friend of mine got it and then her son had asthma. Um, and she actually told me to go on Amazon and you can buy, which is what yep. I did for Graham. You can buy the little thing you put on your finger. I don't know the technical name for it. it tells you your heartbeat and, and your, your uh, O2 levels. And so that was really helpful. So Graham could check it. Well, like every minute. Well, um, I did because I have asthma and I, <laughs> and I was worried about it. So the average person ranges between 98 to 100 O2 levels. You know, the, the average person. If I have a 9802 level, I'm like having an awesome day. Like mm-hmm. like like you know like like, like as asthmatic person, eh, you know, you're kind of used to that. But I was rocking down in the 90, 91, 
phase like that, which is, you know, that's low, right? Yeah. And then we ended up going to the hospital. Uh, and so that's why about day nine <laughs> or day know. 10, we decided to go to the hospital. Well, there are multiple reasons why. One, your fever would never actually all, like just go away. Yeah, it, would it never just, go It was away. just consistent. And then your breathing was getting worse. And yep. let me just tell you, Teladocs, if you just say COVID, completely useless, do not waste your money. Oh, we wasted so much money. Biggest waste <laughs> We called so many Teladocters. I've oh, ever no. seen in my life. You call the Teladoc just to say, hey, is there anything that I could take to try to alleviate symptoms? And they're like, you need to go to the hospital. That's well, him, it. they told him that. They told me, take zinc. Take um, yeah. vitamin C. And we did. We took take that. D3. We but that's what that. we already knew. I was like, this is not help. I just paid right. you $75. That's yeah. yeah. That's I don't, I don't think that. that it did a thing. So, so, so next, and this is a part that I really think that you guys will enjoy to hear, is what the emergency rooms are actually like. But before we get into that, we got another sponsor. Leftist corporations like Verizon have empowered radicals to tear our country apart by funding their efforts, most recently sending $10 million to Al Sharpton and others. It started with an impeachment, then exploiting the pandemic, followed by violent riots, and now they're creating violent and threatening voices, overfilling the vacant seat on the Supreme Court. Patriot Mobile shares your values and won't send your hard-earned money to aid in the destruction of America or fund Planned Parenthood. Get the same nationwide service and support a company that loves loves America, shares your values, and supports our police. Switching is easy. Keep your phone number, bring your own phone, or buy a new one, and now they have their best offer yet. Get a free month of service or free phone plus free activation with the offer code GRAM. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash GRAM or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders save even more. So please make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Graham or 972-PATRIOT. All right. So what is the healthcare system like during COVID? Uh, this is my experience. Uh, granted, I realize that this is just where we are, this particular hospital, this particular, you know, whatever. Uh, but this was my experience. So we have a... a um, a nurse practitioner friend who recommended kind of like this urgent clinic. She was like, definitely go here before you go to the emergency room. Yeah. So I get drug into this, this oh, urgent care hang on clinic. Really quick. Let's keep in mind because it's COVID. I cannot call my mom. I cannot call our sitter. So you have all three of the kids yep. in the caddy with Graham I try to go in with Graham. They're like, whoa, won't he's got let COVID. Him come in. No one won't can come let, in. Yep, won't so let him come I'm in. So I'm with the kids in the car. And I know Graham gets a little anxious over these things. I can't go with him. Yeah. So all I could do is sit in the car with our three children and just wait. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so I walk in there. These people hook me up to the O2 machine or whatever, take my temperature, and they're like, holy crap, kind of thing. Like, like that was their reaction. It was like, oh, God. And they're like, you got to go in the ambulance right now. I said, the ambulance? I said, no, I'm not going in. And like, I, like I have become that defiant person in the doctor's eye. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm not going in the ambulance. I'm not doing it. So they make me sign this paper saying that I am like refusing, refusing yeah. to go in the ambulance. Because Alyssa was right out in the parking lot. I'm like, if I'm going to the emergency room, Alyssa's going to well, drive me to the emergency know, room. And I don't know, did you know the doctor called me and told me what was going on or met me, sorry, outside and I said the same thing. I said, I can get in there just as quick and yeah. not pay out the That's just dude. to cover their butt and, in case something and happened to you. They, 
Because I asked, I said, will it put him at the front of the line? Then I'll do it. Then I'll make him ride in the ambulance at the emergency room and not have to wait. And he was like, no, honestly, it won't. And I said, well, then what's the point? Yeah, we're not paying 15 grand to ride (laughs) five five miles in an ambulance. And then still not be first in line. Yeah, Whitney had to do it once. And it was almost like a thousand bucks. Yeah, Just for like two miles. No, absolutely not. So anyway, so they they wheelchair me out. Uh, they, they did not let me walk out. Like, 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 like I didn't ask for the wheelchair. They were just like, and they wouldn't let you out the front door. I had to pull around by the dumpsters in the back. Yeah. The dumpsters <laughs> in the back. He's like, true he's like, story. He said, You'll see a blue dumpster. We'll bring him out we'll there. We'll wheel him out. By the we did. That's true. They, they, they loaded him out there. We're COVID and, patients. And so Alyssa takes me to the emergency room and she's not allowed to go in. So she literally drops me off. And I like get in line because mm-hmm. there is a line out the door so of the emergency room. Yeesh. So I'm literally like, like at this point, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I legit thought that I'm getting admitted to the hospital. This is the beginning of the end. You know, they're going <laughs> to coming out of here. That, that, no, yeah. I'm, being, I'm being for real. Oh, like, I legitimately thought because because it was right around day 10, which they say, if you're going to tank in COVID, Day 10 is right around where people take. This oh, was day God. nine. And so I was thinking to myself, I was like, this is it. This is freaking it, man. So I'm standing there and you got to go through two check-in people. So the first person is like, what's wrong with you? You know, kind of thing. And you're like, I, and so. I'm know, dying. No, no, no. <laughs> I literally told them because I thought if I tell them I know I have COVID, mm-hmm. this will put me to the front of the line. I'm like, I got COVID. I can't breathe. And they said, go that way. Oh, no. They said, sanitize your hands first. So I had to squirt the hand sanitizer in my hands, wash my hands. And then I walk. And then I got to go through a metal detector. So I'm standing there, can't breathe, my mask on. I have to take all my stuff out, (laughs) go through the metal detector, give it back to me. And then they literally say, go sit down and wait so you can be checked in. And guys, when I tell you that in this waiting room, was a scene from a movie. Like, I mean it. And I realize not all hospitals are this way. I got it. It could have been the day, the certain time of the day, or it could have been just this particular hospital. Because here in South Carolina, we do have a bit of a surge going on right now, especially in this area. But there were people hooked up to oxygen machines, just sitting in the chairs, just waiting to get called back. Mm. So I finally get called to their, not back back, but to like the first screening area. Right. So I've been there check in. almost an hour <laughs> and I'm finally getting to the check-in thing. <sighs> and at this point, my anxiety, because I'm watching all these people, there's an actual nurse sitting next to me who is sick and up to the oxygen machine oh, crying. Wow. She's crying in the seat. And this is a nurse. And I'm sitting there <laughs> by myself going... Uh, I'm not getting out of here, man. I'm not doing it. So they finally get me into the check-in. They immediately put me on oxygen because I'm rocking like a 91 uh, O2 stat or whatever. Mm. And then they put me on oxygen. And then guess what they do? Make you wait again. They send me right back into the waiting room and I got to sit back down again. And so I'm there for another 20 minutes or so. And they finally call me back. And I get back there and they sit me down in a little room. And as I'm walking to the emergency room, you know, most emergency rooms are designed. There's like a box and that's where all the nurses stations are. And then all the rooms are around yeah. like the box. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When I walk in there, 
there are beds with people in them in all the hallways lined up. These people are like two feet from each other, just dead to the world, like out, like it laying in hospital beds. And I'm looking around going like all the nurses are in full hazmat suits and all this stuff. I mean, I'm thinking to myself, this is not good. No, yeah, this, that's crazy. This is not good. So thankfully, because I was asthmatic, they put me in my own little room. So mm-hmm. I got a little room. I was in uh, it's nice of them. C42. <laughs> I was in C42. So I was in C wing. I was in the 42nd room. So think about that. I was in the 42nd room and there's people lined up all through the hallways and everything. It was crazy, man. Wow. Crazy. The doctor comes in. I'm sitting in that room for another 30 minutes. I'd already been in the hospital two hours at this mm-hmm. point. Um, doctor walks in and immediately rips the oxygen out of my nose and literally turns it off. And he's like, all right, we're going to monitor you for a while and see what you do. Because with the oxygen, I'd got up to like 94. Yeah. I mean, and when I say he ripped it out of my nose, I'm talking, look, this doctor, if you're listening, I can honestly say now I got a feeling that this doctor knew who I was Mm -hmm. and I don't think he was a fan. (laughs) I'm just being completely. I don't think that's No, no, no. When I tell you what he said at the end before I left, you're going to sit here and go. "Uh, uh, I I get a feeling this doctor knew who I was. He rips the oxygen out of my nose, literally, like grabs it and yanks it like out. He turns it off. He says, we're going to monitor you and see what it does. Nurse walks in. And the whole time I have to have a mask on too. Like even with the oxygen, like I had the oxygen on, I had to put the mask on over the oxygen thing. Um, nurse walks in. He's like, all right, stick him. Let's get some blood and let's put some, you know, IV fluids in him. And I immediately tell the nurse, I'm like, I have not eaten in nine days. I am not guaranteeing that I'm not going to throw up on you. If you stab me with that needle, I said, I'm just being honest. You know, I hadn't, yeah. I hadn't eaten in nine days. I don't know what's going to happen. You don't like needles anyways, right? Uh, I don't no. care. I, not a fan. Who? Okay. <laughs> who does like Man, needles? Is it pansy when it who comes to needles? Literally says, you know what I want to do today? <laughs> Go get stuck. I want to get a needle <laughs> jabbed in my arm. Who says that? Crazy people Not say really, that. Because you can get tattoos all day long. The, the needle don't go all the I way in your needles. arm. You okay, your anyway, it's a completely different thing, and you know it. Don't, <laughs> don't start with me here on the episode. It is different, okay? So I tell him, I'm like, I'm just warning you. I'm letting you know right now, you got all that protective equipment on. But what concerned me the most was I had this mask over my face. Right. And I'm like, if I throw up, I'm going to like asphyxiate Fill myself. Yeah, and all this stuff. So they laid me all the way back, and this chick, I haven't even told you this story. This chick stabs me with this needle. I'm so out of it at this point, I didn't even feel it, right? But I feel her, like, changing it. They got, like, six vials of blood out of me. Never got no results back. I don't know what they took the blood for. But they wanted real, genuine patriot blood. Maybe I guess, but 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 people that are nurses, uh, they know that with the needle, sometimes they put like this suction thing on there to where they literally just put the tube in, it fills up, they take it out, it quits doing this stuff. So what I never told you, Alyssa, was I'm standing there, I'm like feeling like I'm dying. They've got the needle in me, and they get the blood out. And then this chick can't get this suction thing off the end of the IV. So this chick starts, and this nurse, bless her heart, she was super nice. She cannot get this thing off. And so she's literally like, 
like <laughs> like trying to jerk this thing off and like that thing is it still pulling blood from you. No, no, no. no, no. Oh. That's what the suction thing does. It stops the blood from going unless they put the tube oh, in there. It's yeah, like this yeah, little yeah, cup yeah, looking yeah. thing. Gotcha. But the problem is, unless get they out. get that off, they can't give me the IV. And so I'm sitting there. They're literally like this, and I mean it. She's like giving it all she's got, and I'm sitting there going, she's fixing to rip this IV out of my arm. Yeah. And I'm sitting there trying not to throw up on this woman, and she's like, I think I'm going to have to stick you again because oh, I can't no. get this freaking thing off. And I looked at her, I said, uh, and, and I pretty, I'm pretty sure I said, lady, if you stick me again, I'm going to throw up on you. I don't know how else to say it at this point. So she calls this other nurse in, and this girl was jacked. She had, like, some muscles, right? She comes in, and she can't get it off. Oh, no. And she's like, I'm like, guys, please, just cut me a little bit of a break. Please don't have to stab me again. And this chick goes out and gets these freaking scissors. And she's like, I think I can get it out, but I got to get these scissors. So, and this is my life. Shing. This is my life. No, this is what happens to me every time. Yeah. Every time I go to the emergency room, it's never like I get the person that can't hit the vein or whatever every time. And so she freaking undoes this thing, but she forgets to turn the clamp off. So when she gets it off, it's like freaking Niagara Falls bloods going out everywhere in this freaking thing and you hear it go whoops <laughs> just like that and i'm sitting there dude i'm like this is kill it. me now this is how I die. <laughs> right here this is what i'm dealing with right now so anyway they they wipe all the blood off there's blood all over like the freaking bedding it's or whatever gnarly, that i'm though. on and and i lay in it for the next like three hours nice lay in it okay <laughs> so they give me two Bags of fluid, and I'm literally writing Alyssa while all this is going on. She's like, what's happening? What's going on? I'm like, they stuck me. They've given me IVs. They're monitoring me. She's like, well, what are they saying? And I was like, I don't know. I can't get a hold of anybody. And I called. So I have all three kids again in the caddy. We're in a different town. And so we have to stay there because I don't know when he's going to be released, if he's going to be released. So we literally linger. I wrote Jake. I wrote Noah. I wrote everybody. Like, I was like, we were just lingering. Oh, all well, yeah, day. Jake. What did you think when you got all these text messages? Man, I didn't know what to think, man. <laughs> I mean, y'all were right down the street from us, right? Yeah, but In you couldn't see Greenville, us. Greenville, but we couldn't. <laughs> wanted to do you no good to show up. Yeah. see you or anything. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, we're wandering the parking lots, you know, because we have not, we can't go anywhere. Like, so. Stalling three kids literally all day long. When I say that I could not get a hold of anybody, what I mean is they shut the door to my little area and there wasn't a button to push. Right. And And I called the nurse multiple times. They're like, you got to talk to C42 nurse, C42 nurse. I would get all the way through everyone to get to C42 and then it would just ring. And I know they were super busy. I don't. Like I'm not upset with them, but so I didn't know anything. I'm literally, I'm literally sitting in there. I can't get a hold of anybody, and I'm literally like saying, "Hello!" Like I'm like, I'm like literally calling out to people, and nobody can hear me. And and it's all glass, so they'd be walking past me, and I'd like wave my arm (laughs) like this, and they they saw you. They they didn't have time walking past. Okay, but but here's the serious part. That's a dear America guy in there. But, But I'm getting to that in just a second. All right. Um, but, but, but here's the creepiest part. And, and this is where I will say that it was a moment of, it's like, wow, you know, I can really see how this 
is taking some people out. I will admit to that. I'm like, okay, you know, legitimately, I can see that if you are a truly kind of sickly person, I can see how you could really have some problems with this thing. Mm -hmm. There is a guy, and and the only reason I know his name is because I kept hearing him say it. Eduardo was his name. Um, And I hope that Eduardo is better. I hope he recovered. But Eduardo coded three times while I'm sitting in there, and I can hear it. I can hear him running in there, trying to bring him back, and and that's why that's why I know his name was Eduardo. Um, it, well, I say coded like the alarms went off. I don't know what triggers the alarms going off in the emergency room, but three times while I was in there, they had to run in there and like stabilize Eduardo. Mm. And so I'm just sitting in my little room. <laughs> Hearing all this stuff going on. And Graham's writing me like, oh my gosh, I think the guy next door at home. I think the guy next door to me is dying. Like, that's what I I said. I don't know what to do. Um, And so anyway, all that is aside. They give me the IV bags. Doctor walks in. He looks at the uh, O2 thing. He's like, all right. Um, I'm going to let you go. And I kind of looked at him like, what? And he said, yep. He said, uh, you know, your O2's kind of stabilized around 92. He said, uh, you know, you got one of them things at home? And I was like, yeah. He goes, come see me if it drops below 88. And I'm like, 88? <laughs> and he was like, yep. And uh, I said, well, Doc, you know, honestly, how sick am I? And he goes, on a scale from 1 to 10? I said, yeah. He goes, a 4. Oh, <laughs> and I went. I literally said a four, and he was like, "Yeah." He said, uh, "You know, the truth is maybe and this, four and a half." This duck. is this is where this is where I think he 4. knows 5. who I was, and you tell me what you think. This isn't weird for a doctor to say. He was super cold to me the entire time, and he goes, "Yeah, you know, the truth is, you're about four. He said, "I know you feel like you're dying, but you're not." And he said, "That's just the disease." He said, um, I said, well, can you give me anything? He's like, nope, you're not sick enough. And I said, I'm not sick enough. He goes, you're not sick enough to get any of the medicine. And he said, welcome to the 1920s. He said, we're dealing with something we've never seen before. And I was like, okay. Um, and, and, you know, I said, all right, uh, well, I guess I'm leaving. And he goes, you know, we have a responsibility to tell people how serious this is. So we all do our part to stop the spread of this disease. And when he said that, that that's when I went, I think this guy knows who I am. Yeah. I think he, I, th- I think this guy doesn't like me, you know, cause that's an awful weird thing for a doctor to say to a person as they're yeah. leaving. What was he even talking about? We have a responsibility to tell people about how serious this disease is anyway. So if that doctor's listening, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I remember what you said. And so that was it. That was my hospital six-hour experience. They Man. jabbed me, couldn't get... Oh, and they gave me Tylenol. Oh, that was nice. They, they did give me Tylenol. So that was it. It was $80 Tylenol. So for those of you who are wondering what the hospitals do for you, that is what they did for me. Mm. They gave me IV fluids, and then they kicked me out the door. And when I say kicked me out the door, they didn't even wheel me out the door. I yeah, walked I my happy up. butt back out of the hospital and got right back in the car. 
Um, but in fairness to him, he's been dealing with a lot. He's seen a lot. So it may not be you at all. He may have just been like, seriously, you're okay. Go I home. Didn't, which I appreciate I did that. not say that I know for a fact that he knew I know, who I'm I just was. Saying that I was just silly saying it's an awful weird thing for a doctor to say to somebody at the end. When's the last time a doctor told you you had a responsibility to get the word out mm-hmm. about the yeah, seriousness of the disease? Yeah, people are weird with COVID. Anyway, all right. So, so that was the hospital experience. Uh, let's get into some specific questions because the truth is... Uh, at day 10 is when I actually took my turn the right direction. Mm-hmm. I broke my fever uh, and things really started to start turning around. Um, the worst part about it for me was the end because as I started to feel better, I lost like 20 pounds mm-hmm. and I couldn't gain any weight back because I didn't lose my sense of taste. Everything tasted horrible to me. So I could worse. So I could not, which is even worse. Yes. If you can't taste something, you can like shovel it in there. You know what I mean? Uh, and so that was a really weird part. Uh, but let's get into some specific questions here for the end of this. Uh, but before we do that, let's get into our final sponsor. Record numbers of people are buying guns and ammunition for the first time. If you are one of them, please be safe and please holster that new handgun in a, we, the people holster. Starting at just $39, We The People holsters are custom designed to fit your firearm perfectly and made right here in America. They have thousands of options to choose from, plus an amazing selection of printed holsters. Their proprietary clip design allows for you to easily adjust both the cant and ride of your holster and will fit comfortably and securely at all times. Now is the time to support American companies. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Graham to get yours. Every holster ships free and comes with a lifetime guarantee. Get an additional $10 off of the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M. Satisfaction guaranteed. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a total refund. That's wethepeopleholsters.com slash Graham. wethepeopleholsters.com slash Graham. Offer code Graham. All right. So, um... That was pretty much the whole walking you guys through it there. And uh, he did get better after he had fluids. Um, yes. He started, that was the turning point. I was point obviously after very dehydrated. Home. Yep. He had fluids, he had oxygen, but we could not get our hands on the dexamethas, whatever. Oh, they mentioned all kinds of um, We couldn't get the hydrochloric. No, the dexamethasone no, or whatever is the one the president oh. took. Um, we could not get that anywhere. We couldn't even get a freaking Z pack. Nope. So I guess you wow. have to be super elite or super, super, super sick or know somebody. Correct. Well, we that's what not. the doctor said point blank. You are not sick enough. Yeah. Well, I actually have a friend who did, but she had a primary care doctor. And since we just moved from Texas, we still have a primary care doctor. Yeah, because all so this I'm stuff happened now. like right as soon as we got here. Anyway, uh, things started to take the turn, started getting better every day. It's been over three weeks now. And I will still say that I'm probably still 85% there. Like, yeah. like I still don't feel 100% um, myself, but, uh, you know, definitely getting there. Obviously, I'm back to work yeah. now. Um, the fatigue or the winded is still there. So still get winded. But the internet says it can take like six weeks for that to go yeah, away. Yeah, I still don't have taste. Yeah, smell. Alyssa still can't taste anything, Which she is kind of fun because I'm a super picky eater. So we had a dirty 30 last weekend, and I had So like, did you not taste that sandwich we ate today? Not really. 
I mean, I, everything is like you well, then did. Why are you extremely. choosing where we eat? If I you didn't. I gave y'all <laughs> options. That's what I said. I gave you options. But yeah, it was kind of crazy because I was eating like cauliflower, which I hate. Yeah. And other random things because I was like, I can't taste it. It's well, it was, it crazy because like you, when we found out, we saw you like four or five days before or something like that. So I wasn't too worried, but <laughs> you still have that over the next couple of days, <laughs> any like shortness of breath I had. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, oh my gosh. This is with you, man. So imagine how I felt knowing I had it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, anything. Well, that's what my friend said. He was like, she was in my police car. And I was like, I I'm sorry. Dude, so that, sorry. Th- that's I didn't the, know. I, th- and, and he didn't get sick. We, we got to get into questions, but, but, but that's the weirdest part. So most of the time when you're sick, like people will come, you know, see how you're doing or, you know, just whatever. But with COVID, man, I mean, you just, you have to complete. Yeah. <laughs> stay away. You have to like stay away. It's and so like I had the scarlet letter on my head. I 100% outside of the ER trip, I did not leave the bedroom or the living room for two weeks. Yeah. Like straight. Like, 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 like it's crazy to think about it like that, but yeah. I didn't leave it for two weeks. All right, but let's get into if, if, if some specific questions. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to try to do some specifically for you. So someone wanted to know, if you didn't know about COVID, would you have thought it was a bad cold or bronchitis? I thought that was a good question. No, bronchitis, I know bronchitis like the back of my hand. Uh bronchitis i don't even take off work for like so asthmatic people if you're asthmatic you know what i'm talking about we are far more prepared for things that affect your breathing than other people most people that are healthy like jake if you drop down to 95 you would think you were dying like legitimately um because because most people are not used to that bronchitis Absolutely not. I don't even stop going to work when I have bronchitis. Isn't it contagious, bronchitis? Mm, no. 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 Right. It's not viral. No, it's not viral. I don't think viral. that's the one. I, I, it's the one that gets in Pneumonia your- is the uh, one that's contagious, pneumonia. isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. But again, I, you know, the past three years I've worked by myself. So either way. Yeah. But, but that's his experience because I would say I wouldn't have known. I would have been like, oh, I have some trouble breathing. This is weird. I don't like this. But- it was different because I couldn't sleep. I have never, I've always heard people talking about when you have fever, you've got these aches and stuff. I have never had that before. And it almost felt like I had a kidney infection. Like my Mm. back hurt so bad. And so I couldn't sleep. No, it was definitely, it was definitely different. For you. For me. Yeah. Because that's the thing to remember is everyone's different. Well, and that's why I went through the whole story. Our kids, it was Whatever. Alyssa did get sick, but overall it was, you know, kind of like a bad would, cold. It would have been would like, say. I would have equated it to the flu. Yeah. I didn't get like a runny nose or anything, but just like the tired, the sore, like him. Yeah. Not, yeah. All Me, that. no, it was definitely different. All right. Next. Can you still smell and taste? We kind of answered that. I still can't. Can you? Can I you? never lost my sense of smell. But you didn't tell the audience what you, what you tasted. Like when you, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, I never lost my sense of smell, but everything tasted horrible. And I Googled it. When you lose your sense of taste, taste, one of three things happen. Either A, you can't taste at all. That's me. B, things taste like irony or copper, like, you know, like biting on a penny. Yeah. Or everything tastes super salty. Like, and, and that was mine. 
everything tasted like I had just accidentally swallowed like ocean water. But y'all, Graham would do time. like Uber Eesh. Eats or something. You know, they'd drop at the door and he'd be like, I'm going to try it when he was feeling like a tiny bit better. And he would put something in his mouth and he'd be like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> it oh, would gag me. And no, it would legit it so gag me instantly. I know, and it was serious, but it was also so dramatic. But I mean, he was being serious, but it was also right. extremely, the kids are like, Yes, he can't eat oh that either. And no, then, okay. Kind of like, so, so guys, look, <laughs> look. When I tell you I did not eat for nine to ten straight, and days. and that's something else you didn't tell anybody. You lost twenty pounds. Well, I think I did say that, oh, but, did you? but no, I le- and I'm not exaggerating. I legitimately am under two hundred pounds for the first time in ten years. Like I'm mm. still trying to gain the weight back. Probably has some atrophy too. Some oh, one hundred percent, because I didn't move. Yeah, and um. Crap, what was I going to say? Oh, and so so my stomach was screaming at me. Like, like it wasn't like I wasn't hungry. It's the, it was the exact opposite. Yeah. I was starving, and but I couldn't eat anything. And so, yeah, I would Uber eat. I'm like, okay, well, let me try this and see if I can eat that. Nope. Uh, Chipotle. Tried Chipotle. Nope. He tried everything. I tried everything. And so the only thing I could eat at first, the only thing that didn't bother me was uh sweet stuff so i could eat pop tarts and jello yeah we had a stock nice. of jello and i let gage do instacart which is kind of funny oh gosh because <laughs> and i never he's never done it since and hadn't done it. he just wanted to do it that day i was like sure why not um i said add three things of jello <laughs> we end up with like eight we end up like, with like boxes end of, of jello. the world amounts <laughs> of jello uh, really so cute, so i had a diet of strawberry pop tarts and jello, jello. Sounds like vacation. Yeah. (laughs) But ironically, and I'll give free props where it's due, the thing that was the very first thing that I found I could eat was Applebee's grilled chicken and broccoli. Come on. Yeah. And And you did eat chicken noodle soup some too. I did eat chicken noodle soup from time to time. But wait, let me tell my funny story because I haven't told that. Um, We ordered donuts and you can get them like the mix for the kids one morning. And so I ate an entire donut because I like the white cream filled donuts. Anyway, we got to the very end, and this is really kind of gross, but, like, you know how it kind of, like, plops out? Like, (laughs) anyway, it was, like, it was yellow, (laughs) and so I was, like, wait, it was a lemon. I don't like lemon-filled donuts. It was a lemon-filled donut. I didn't even know I ate the whole thing, (laughs) and then I told Graham, like, why am I not using this time to eat healthy? Right, eat apples. I I know, but I didn't at all. (laughs) I just ate, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That was about funny uh, COVID story. That is funny. Anyway, so Alyssa lost both her smell and taste. And still do. Like, I, I'm not burning my favorite candles. I yeah. cannot smell. It's annoying. I never lost my smell, which contributed to my not being able to eat more because mm. I could smell things and it would it would gag me. Like, it would just smell, like, every bit of it was so bad. All right, next question. Look into colloidal silver. Potentially oh, to get your taste it? back. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Do you sniff it up your nose, Jake? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. Snort no. it? Do you snort it? We'll talk about it after. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this one is, at what point did you... S- no, no, we're not going to do that one. If you didn't know about... No, we already did that one. Uh, you, Sorry, yep, y'all. You are reading... My bad. <laughs> That's all the questions. That's all <laughs> no, the questions we got, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> at what point did you start to go stir crazy? Um, when, did, when we started feeling better. Yeah, Graham was out of it for a while. I started a little before, but I actually did really good because I'm an extreme extrovert. 
And for some reason, I feel like I handled it pretty well. Toward the end there, I was doing a lot of self-reflecting. Yeah. I, have, I planned a lot of <clears throat> things for our future. Mm-hmm. But overall, because the kids were doing really well, too, and we do have a backyard, which is nice. Like, if you're in the city and have it, I don't oh, know yeah. how you function. You don't go stir crazy if you're sick. Like, 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 and that's, that's what I mean. If you're like legit sick, that's there true. ain't no stir crazy. I started getting stir crazy around day 12 because I started feeling better around day 10. Right. Um, you know, I wanted to, I think the first day I came back to work, I came back to work on like a, like a Wednesday afternoon for like an hour. And let me just tell you, and all your friends and family know you have it, and you reemerge <laughs> from society, you really do feel like you have a scarlet letter. Like you do. People want to be nice, but then they're like, oh, no. it's so good to see you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Are you sure yeah. you're good? Well, yes, and I then people, good. people were like, you know, the first thing when I said, hey, I, you know, I'm going to come back to the office. Very first thing, especially Jason, he's like, you get your negative test back yet? <laughs> And but what a lot of people don't know about COVID is you potentially could have false positives for three months yeah. after you get it. So a secondary test really, you know, it, it could take forever yeah. for you. And so the the CDC actually says uh, you haven't had a fever in over twenty four hours, and you hadn't taken any medicine, and ten days since the beginning of the thing. Yeah. So we're three weeks. I hadn't had a fever in over a week and a half now, yeah. you know, and I'm obviously back to normal. So, you know, the answer is no, I haven't gone back to get a negative, but. Well, and they said you can't anyway. I mean, I researched the heck out of this and called a lot of people who are way smarter than me. And the truth is you can, st- it'll still show up sometimes because you have the antibodies in you. Correct. Right. So they said you have to go by and, and they set a specific set of guidelines and we abided by them. go get fully. a blood test and guess what I ain't going to do. Yeah. They didn't say get well, a blood that test. That was one of the. No, the blood test, how they test for the uh, antibodies. Well, we don't need. To see if that's it though. or not. But 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 huh. anyway. No, that's not. I don't. Well, that was I'm one, of the, sure one of the true. first things no. I did was come up and give you a hug. Yeah, he that did. is true. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, if I'm going to get it, let's just get it. I'm, that's what I'm Noah, I think, was like so. hoping to get it. I'm well, like, what is it? now that it's over, mm-hmm. we have said, well, at least, at least we, you know, at least it's over now. Well, the the fact that you got it so bad definitely made me have more of a <laughs> healthy respect for it. Uh, but yeah. But it says, this is the next question, and we can end with this one if you want, but it said, did it change the way you think of COVID? And I thought that was a really good question. Yeah, for sure. Um, As far as mask mandates and economic lockdowns, no. And and here's my reason for it, okay? I just walked you through my entire family of five's symptoms. I got it the worst out of five, okay? And the reason that I got it the worst is because I do. From the wars, the burn pits, I have asthma from the military, um, and so the truth is, even though it sucks, I'm not going to lie. It's not fun to be the susceptible one, mm-hmm. but that's the truth. It, you know, a fifth of the household got it super bad and right. it was me. And, and I think that, you know, those of us who do have sicknesses and we do have, we have to, we have to be real with ourselves and realize the fact, Hey, you know, this is just how life is. Some of us are more susceptible. That's how old people die. Right. Their immune systems are weaker, so they get stuff that most normal people are fine with. I mean, that is the circle of life, and that is how life goes. Uh, thankfully, the Lord decided not to take me home on this one. 
Um, and but to me, I just, I mean, I don't disagree with you, but at the same time, we are a family of five. We all came out completely fine. I know every, Correct. I know lots of we people. Made it. You I know, know lots we, we of people it. in Anderson who had it, and a lot of children, ironically, who had it from our school. Everyone is completely 100% fine, back at school. So, I mean, to me, it didn't change what I thought about it. Like, the mask mandate, someone came at me like, bet you and Graham will wear masks now. Or just was being really ugly when Graham yeah. was sick. And I was like, no, actually, this reinforces what I've been saying about it. Because we abided by all the rules, and we all five still got it. We kind of feel like, what's that scene? What's that scene? Oh, crap. All the zombies are coming, and the guys figure it out. Like if they, I don't know, oh, they, they, um, they do something and they like just walk through like the zombies and they all part or whatever. I kind of feel like that now. Untouchable. Like, like we're the immune <laughs> ones now, at yeah. least yeah. for three months or so, you know, right. they say. And um, so it's kind of like we're the safest people to be around. Yeah. That's right. and, and we've never said anything on the show like like it doesn't exist or anything like that. No. Our, our issues come from. You know, like the doctor that you had, he said, welcome to the 1920s. Like, we've never seen this. We know nothing about it. Well, you seem to know a lot about it because you're shutting things down. You're telling us which doctors to believe. Mm -hmm. So you obviously know about this and what's correct. Um, But, yeah, I I don't think it changes, you know. And and, and I was looking at the stats today. Eight million people in America have gotten COVID. And that's not even anywhere close to 10%. Of the population. And so at the end of the day, you know, sometimes you just got to say, well, you know, I drew the short straw. I mean, you know what? We're really, it's easy for you guys to say when, you know, people see us all the time and we're in the public eye, but in the grand scheme of things, what is that? Three, 4% of the population has gotten a positive COVID, you know, thing. Uh, You know, I look at people like Nick Saban. Who got it? But he was asymptomatic. Yep. Kay- Kaylee McEnany got it. She was asymptomatic. The president had some symptoms, but he was well in three days. But he's yeah. also the president and got. I mean, you know, how about this for a question? Would you uh, Would you rather get the virus or you know be told what to do by your government and stay home and our economy crash? I mean, and get, all this kind get, of stuff? get the virus. Oh, I mean, get, yeah. you have to weigh. Freedom over. You have to weigh temporary over. And, and the yeah. thing is, I'm going to get sick again. Alyssa will get sick again. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, you can't, and, and I'm speaking to myself when I say this, because I, I do struggle with like worrying about health and things. You can't live your life that way. Right. And, 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 you know, I'm, you know, taking my own medicine at this, at this point. It's here. actually unhealthy to yeah, be You actually make yourself sicker you worrying yeah. about that kind of stuff. And so wearing, wearing a mask, yeah. being super concerned. Now that the time. is something that we haven't talked about and we'll get back to questions. I know we got to end here soon. They were, there was a study being done that the majority of people who were getting sick actually were people who admitted to wearing masks all the time because it lowers your immune system and it doesn't really it's not effective which we all know anyway whatever again that's just an interesting article i read we don't know if it's true i don't know if it's true it's It's probably not it's misleading (laughs) i'm sure it's probably misleading or false information but um anything else to end it on uh, do you want to do one more i mean i have several do you want to do one more go ahead and be done let's do one more all right let's find a good one um, this I think this is a good one. What medicine was hard to come by? We kind of answered it. 
But Everything. anything, we couldn't even get a Z pack. I mean, the second I even called because I had it wasn't a sinus infection. Why did I call that? I did think oh, I was having migraines. Yeah, and I knew I was already past the COVID. Like I knew it wasn't. I got my t- like I was good. And the second I said because I was trying to be honest, you know, that I had COVID prior completely shut down like oh we can't help you and I get their worry because if they prescribe anything then they'll be liable like I do get that but it was really frustrating because it did feel like if you weren't elite or you didn't know somebody you really could not get I guess quote the good stuff because I really do feel that hydra or whatever it's called that the president took I really do think that would have helped Graham and you couldn't get it and I called all my nurse friends like asking like yeah can you get it I can't you know could not get our hands on it or Mm. the hydrochloroquine could not could not get our hands on anything except for iron. And I had to order the iron or the zinc off the internet because it was sold out yep. everywhere. We were struggle bus for a yep, few days yep, there. Yep. So, so that's the truth. The biggest, the biggest thing is <clears throat> that I would say the biggest misconception is this virus is real. We never said that it wasn't. It does suck for some people. I'm not going to say that it doesn't. And I never said that it didn't. However, um, 99% of people recover. And so the truth is there's not a lot of medicine and there's not a lot of things that people can give to you because 99% of people recover from it. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know what I'm saying on their own. Right. And, and the truth of the matter is I did recover on my own. I got you saline, you know, for an IV, but that's not like a drug right. that's salt water. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, and, and so, I mean, I, they rehydrated me cause Which I was I very dehydrated helped. and yeah. that always helps. Okay. If you're dehydrated and sick, obviously it makes it so much worse. So even if you go to the hospital simply just to get stuck with an IV, it may help you out because mm-hmm. you just naturally don't drink as much when you're sick. Right. And, and so anyway, and then you're not eating and all this stuff. Uh, regardless, what I'm trying to get at is I still stand very firm in where I stood pre COVID. Me too. Um, because even though it was, uh, and I'm trying to be as honest as I know how to be, it sucked for me. It was not fun. It was horrible. However, at about 10 days, just like 99% of other people, I started to get better, yep. and now I'm back at work, and our kids are back in school, and life is moving Let's on. Let's get back to normal. So, yep. and I think the anxiety is one thing that I just, because all my friends who had it who are also kind of anxious as far as medical concerns and things, I think that is what has been hyped so much. So it is true. Like, even when I got I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, and I'm not, a, I'm not <laughs> yeah. an anxious person, but yeah. I think the hype does not help medically. Sure. This, That's why this episode's good for th- people. Yeah. Yes. You know? I, I, you know, once upon a time, the flu was borderline a death sentence for yeah. a lot of people. Still and is. It still is. And, but nobody bats an eye when somebody's like, I, I got, got the, the flu. flu. They're like, oh, that sucks. They're like, see you in a couple that weeks. sucks. Yeah. yeah. See, see you in about a week or so, you know, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Stay away from me. Love you. Bye. Yeah. Uh, I think that. COVID will end up being very similar to that. Um, It sucks. It's not fun. Uh, Do I think that we'll get kind of like we've got, what is it, Theraflu or whatever it is nowadays with the flu? I do think that we'll get things that help, you know, ease it along the way. Uh, And I do think eventually you'll be able to tell a doc and be like, I got COVID. And they're like, all right, you know, go pick this up. Right. Um, But again, no, 
No, and I can say that honestly. Um, no, I had my 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 my, and me and you even talked about this. My viewpoint is the same. I do see how people can die from the virus. I, I do. I, I can can legitimately see or to be scared or to virus. be scared of the virus. Yeah. I, I I can I can legitimately see that. Um. But but we made it. You don't make policy out of fear. Correct. And you don't make policy during the moment either. Right. You know, because uh, when something new pops up, you got to figure it out. And anyway. Look at mask mandates. Turns out it's actually worse for you. Yeah. So you make a decision but, 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 out of, but 45 days from now, they'll say that it's saving everybody. And so yeah, exactly. it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Anyway, that's it, guys. Look, at the end of the day, if you have COVID right now and you're listening to this or you've had it and or you haven't had it and you're worried about it that was our experience and again uh just to overview it uh out of the five of us uh three two were perfectly fine in less than a day one it took about three days he never really was that sick Alyssa got sick but probably i'd say you were only really down for maybe three days i was just three days Yeah. yeah and then i the asthmatic immune uh, disorder person in the family. Cause that's, that's who I am. And it still is weird for me to accept that sometimes. Yeah. Um, I got it the worst and it took me about 10 days. Um, it sucked. I had some really weird experiences going to the ER, uh, and things like that. But at the end of the day, I'm part of the 99.978% of <laughs> A 20 to 45 year olds that make it. And, yeah. and so again, if this episode does anything, I hope it, uh, you know, just put some perspective in there and you guys, um, have, you know, a firsthand account from a conservative yeah. of what it's like to have COVID. And uh, that's why we did this episode. So we hope you enjoyed it. I'm glad y'all are healthy, man. I'm glad you're back. Oh, I'm, gosh, I'm super glad to be back, man. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. Yeah, very much so. Uh, Alyssa, where can they find you? Alyssa Allen on Instagram and Facebook. And a new episode of Hey America drops today, right? Or yeah. tomorrow. Or tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. But it drops soon. And I'm going to go through my experiences on what it was like on my end and a different version while Graham was dead to the world, what I saw and experienced with some of the doctors and nurses. Yeah. Jake. You can find me on Instagram at producer underscore Jake. And of course, I'm Graham Allen. Thank you guys so much for the support of this podcast. Yeah. Big Tech is actively censoring conservatives. For sure. So please tell a friend, subscribe, give us a rating. 912united.com. And then check out 912united.com. Yes. Those are ways that you can support us um, so we can keep doing this show for you yeah. guys. So we appreciate you guys, and we'll see you all again next time. See ya. Bye.